What's going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with John Gala over Zoom video. John tells us where he was born and raised, how he got into music, does not come from a musical household, but started to play piano at a very early age, was always fascinated with songwriting, so that's something he started very early as well. John talked about winning a UK national songwriting contest at an early age. He talked about the success of his song Trendsetter, what it's like to be completely independent, no record labels, put out all of his EPs independently. He told us about his song Hero Within You, which went number one on the iTunes songwriter chart, beating out Dermont Kennedy and George Ezra. And John talks about his latest single, which is called Don't Wanna Die. You can watch the interview with John on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it'd be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with John Gala. Uh, but I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for doing this. No, thanks for having me. Um, yeah. So um, again, I'm Adam. And this is about you and your journey in music and uh, how you got to where you are now. Brilliant. Amazing. So first off, uh, tell me, where were you born and raised? Uh, originally from a little um, coastal town in uh, the UK called uh, Great Yarmouth near Norfolk. So uh, I was born and raised there, to be fair. And um, yeah, just grew up doing music and um, eventually made it my goal to move to London to uh, do it more seriously. Very, very cool. And how did you uh, get into music? Were you, you oh, a well, musical um, household or anything like that? No, not at all. That's the hilarious part. Um, <laughs> my dad brought home an electric organ one day, as you do. And um, we started, I started playing about on it and doing private lessons and just um, learning the grades of classical music and stuff. And uh, from there, just snowballed. And um, I really was interested in learning how you write, uh, you know, that song, that pop song on the radio that I heard as a kid. Um, and so I used to listen to all the mom's records and um, break them down. And so my, I kind of turned away a little bit from classical music, although the knowledge was still there and um went into pop music okay and um started writing lots of songs wherever i could really. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean you've written a ton <laughs> um yeah. form of therapy i think they call it <laughs> uh, yes um what was the first uh, instrument you learned then so you started off playing classical music yeah on the piano and uh, um, that, that's the only instrument I can do, to be honest with you. <laughs> I tried to pick up a guitar and it, just, it didn't work out so well. So I stuck to, stuck to the piano. <laughs> and the electric organ, which is a similar thing. But yeah, yeah. so it's all keyboard based. <laughs> Amazing. And um, so did you like, uh, like, when did you actually start writing, writing songs? Were you pretty young? Like when that all kind of, uh, when you started? Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think I'm 12, if not before, just, um, used to write lots of lyrics and stuff down as eight, nine years old. And then when I've got an idea of music and how to put a song together and what a key was and all the rest of it, I started uh, putting proper songs together. Eight, probably age about 12 was my first one. Okay, around 12 years, years ago. 
And did you, yeah, long time, long time. I mean, that's still really young to do that. And then were you like, at what point were you showing people your music or when did you kind of uh, start to, you know, replaying out at all or, or anything like that? Yeah, I started at school really. And I just showed them people, music teachers and friends and family, the songs. And I thought, oh, these are really good. Especially my family have always been really supportive. I was like, oh, these are really good. So I was like, oh, okay, my sort of it. <laughs> and, um, but I knew you had to hone your craft and um, doing more research of what makes, you know, a really good record. I was noticing there were certain writers who were really successful and I wanted to know why. And um, I don't know if I've got any answers yet, but still, it's, um, you know, their teaching and, you know, um, looking into how they write songs was fascinating for me. And it kind of helped yeah. me as well. Dig a little deeper, I suppose. For sure, for sure. Um, and then were you like, like, did you go to this? Ended up going to school for music, or or what was? No, kind of like- I, what, I did some A level music, which is like qualification in the UK. But no, not really. I just I left school, um, and then I knew I had to gig. I had to get out there as much as possible and get the songs out there. And um, so I moved to London. Did a couple of those crazy jobs as you do to make money, and uh, rented a place in London and gigged wherever I could and got my music out as much as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and you yeah, won like a, a songwriting, you won a songwriting contest when you're really, really young, didn't you? Was it around the same time yeah. when you started writing? Yeah, late teenage, yeah. And uh, that kind of gave me a bit more confidence that I kind of knew what I was doing. <laughs> Not like I do, but kind of like there might be something there. Um, so yeah, that was a huge, huge thing that for me, confident wise. Oh, I, I bet. Could, you know, move to London and take that risk because you know you get all the time. You moved from the country to the big city, and you never really know if it's if it's you know your own wanting to do or if there's something there. But something like that gave me the confidence to be like, okay, well maybe there's something here to chase. Well, yeah, I mean to 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 win something like that at such a young age, like you said, confidence or like validation that you are kind of on the right path, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it was a judge for some major industry people. So that was great. That was fantastic. And uh, yeah. yeah, I remember that song. I'm not an angel. Yeah. <laughs> <This song. laughs> Here from the heart. Yeah, no, definitely. And we're, so then you started, what, to release your own music first? Because I know you've written for a lot of big artists as well, correct? Yeah, yeah. So we put out and um, to some labels and stuff. We get some feedback uh, and you know, it's it's always a hard road. But at the end of the day, I I kind of ended up starting releasing my own stuff, EPs. And um, actually, I think it was before it all started getting like more cooler to be independent. And um, so I just I think I started releasing some songs. Um, again, got the money together to to uh, make the video and sort PR companies and all the rest of it, and um, started doing independent uh, artist wise and then I found as I went on more and more it's actually a lot more control it's you know it's you know when you write a song and you can take it to the music video stage and you can really you know because I wrote it and it's from a place in the Mahai kind of I know what I want to say so things like that make it a whole lot easier for an independent artist so um, no yeah there's been of course there are some downsides to it as well but you know there are some benefits as well yeah, I mean, did you start on a big label? No, or no? Never oh, it's signed. always been yeah, no, it's no. always been independent. Yeah, so I've had conversations, but it's never it's never gone that way. So it's um and I, I even today I never say never say never, but uh it'd have to be, you know, to be the right kind of deal and it'd have to be, 
you have to really look at it because you know it's you do get a lot of benefits from being independent at the moment which is great it's fantastic yeah i mean I, I feel like in the 90s and even into the early 2000s it was like uh, at least w- me growing up in, in in san diego was like the goal was like oh i'm gonna get signed if i get signed with label then i'm gonna be this massive star right i mean that was that was the the whole dream and and nowadays it's like sure the the labels especially the majors have the money to do the pr campaigns and make the videos but it's always like they're almost like a bank right i mean you're 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 kind of indebted to them if you start using the money to do these things like if you're independent it's all really coming back to you and 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 when it comes to releases you don't have to mess around with with oh can i release this song or this or that the other thing right it's really strange because today i was actually um I tweeted about it because uh, quite a big artist was a UK um, morning breakfast talking about how she signed to a label and she's only just now paid on downside. You really must be careful what you what you sign as well because you know that can really affect you in the future. Right. So the TLC. I mean- I've seen that on TikTok. That have you seen that TikTok where they go? And they're accepting the Grammys, and they were like, <laughs> "We're broke." <laughs> so, oh no, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. So um, yeah, you have to be careful what you what you what you sign. But you know, it's there are benefits as well. You know, being signed as well. So it's a double edged sword, really. Right, right, right. For sure. I mean, look at Taylor Swift had to re-record like all of her albums because she didn't own any of the masters. So you're you're streaming and play. Yeah, you you, all these songs playing on the radio, and you have billions of streams on songs and you're not even seeing any of the any of the money i know right it's crazy enjoys the industry right (laughs) 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 Um, so you put out you know a handful of vps early on was there like did you start obviously the validation from that that winning the song contest at a very early age like what was kind of the progression was there like a big milestone that had happened i mean doing everything independently you I'm sure you had to have seen some sort of monetary success or even maybe not, but I mean, to be able to keep doing it independently, like, was there like a big song or a big moment that you had yeah, that you're like, like, wow. Yeah. I think trendsetter, a track I wrote um, really changed a lot for me. Um, it got synced in America. And so, um, and um, to the Beverly Hills, no one to show. So that, but, um, and it was going to be recorded by a German artist who was quite big, Jolina. So that was kind of the turning point where I could, because I was independent, I could make a, a good deal and sort myself out there. So that was that was the big. Oh, and also it gave me, you know, gave the confidence right for you know for other people that yeah my songs could be, you know, for other other artists as well. So um, yeah, that that I suppose that was the big key, the big mm-hmm. big. Uh, release looking back and um still still a fave of mine <laughs> trendsetter definitely, so, definitely so yeah and did that open opportunities um, once you get the sync and all that that, that does that open the door to more uh, uh, of things like that or or like even having the yeah. the, the song cut by another artist yeah it definitely opens more for co-writing for other artists who are published and who aren't so and then other producers that I got to meet as well. So yeah, definitely it kind of it, it was the start, I suppose, major start of all, all the 
the working together with other artists. And I love working with other artists and producers. There's something very special about getting in the studio. It can go completely wrong sometimes, but when it's right and you're in the moment, it's, um, you learn so much. And yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. And so like, um, I mean, I know you have new music. I don't want to talk to you about that. Um, going into, I was just, I, I saw your Instagram post. Uh, it, it was from a little while back. You had the number one song, um, especially as an unsigned artist, right? With uh, Hero Within You. Tell yeah, me about that. Well, it was a track that I wrote, um, Hero Within You, just for one of my EPs. And I knew I wanted a classical kind of vibe to it. So I got my friend Hannah, who's an amazing operatic singer, to sing on it. And um, we released it. And it was very good timing. It was released during the covid pandemic mm-hmm. and so um it, you know it, it resonated a little bit more and um we also donated the some of the royalties to the nhs the uk so that springboarded it and i was um yeah very fortunate I went to the one and the single song on my itunes chart which is great you know as, as an unsigned artist again it's another okay good on the right road <laughs> that's good um so that's, that's and it's a special track so yeah, it's, it's, it's nice that, it, you know, people really responded well to it. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because I'm looking at the list of the other people that were on it. I mean, George Ezra was three and you beat Jermont Kennedy. I mean, like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> it's a lot of support for it, which is fantastic. Um, and then they're kind of pincher moments to be like, oh, okay, this is what I've worked out for. This is why I've, you know, done all those jobs to move down and be able to do this kind of stuff. Definitely. Yeah. No, for sure, for sure. Um, when you said that was put out during the the pandemic, what like how did that yeah. affect you as far as like um what what you were working on or were you like co writes maybe you were doing or like well, maybe you were on the, live, the road? Yeah, a lot of the live shows obviously got cancelled and the festivals, um, which I'm still not completely back to at the moment, but hopefully will be soon. Um, but mainly get in the studio, mainly write. I've got a whole album's worth of material ready to go. So it's, and of course this new EP that's coming out. So it's, um, yeah, it's been very productive. Um, it did send me a little bit crazy, but I'm not the only one, I'm sure. But um, that's what the piano's for. It's a form of therapy for me. So, you know, you get out and write all your feelings down, which um, which I've done. But um, yeah, it was, a, it was tough. It was a tough time, but hopefully you can, you know, take a bit of positivity away with it in, in a form of a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. new stuff, not new stuff to release, not new stuff to release. It's about when and, and which ones to release. Sure. Yeah. It sounds like you were actually able to be creative. I, I've, I've had other conversations with artists with either. Okay. I was able to kind of sit down, you know, take some, a break from touring and really focus on songwriting and putting, you know, music down and, and getting stuff recorded or it's, Ah man, I had no, no inspiration at all. I was just so <laughs> sick of staring at the same three, four walls all day, and uh, I just couldn't get anything out. But it sounds like well, you were I joined, able to. I joined TikTok as well, which really helped. So I jumped on that bandwagon, which got me through. <laughs> and that was, you know, it's fascinating. I don't know if you want you on TikTok. I'm honestly not really. Um, I know you have a massive following on TikTok. I. Okay. I, I uh well, you I have COVID, one. So I just I, I just don't know how to do it, man. I mean, I, I, I just I feel it's a new generation. <laughs> but it, it kind of musically it got me to do covers. I did a live stream. It's you know it, it really 
it really helped a lot, to be honest with you. So, um, no, social media has been very useful for me in some respect. Yes. With TikTok, were, was it something you just go on there and start playing piano and or doing cover songs and then you kind of started to see a gradual build in followers and, and, and uh, interaction on there? Or like, was there a video that you had that like went viral? You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this has happened. I suppose it started with the, with the covers and then I started doing my tracks and it just started building with different views. And, um, and then I was like, oh, let's go do, let's do a live thing on it. And they just keep growing and growing and the floors kept growing. I think there's a couple of videos that went crazy. I think it was probably dancing and like an idiot. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's part of the fun, you know what I mean? It's, it's just a, a great fun platform. But um, from a musical point of view, you learn a lot as well from seeing other, other unsigned artists and hearing songs that you don't know. I kind of love it. It's kind of, you know, the algorithm's so crazy stuff that you good. Yeah, and it's like a true, um, it's almost like a, a a true pool of people to see if they like your songs or not. I mean, because if it lands on that page, yeah. I mean, it's just going through on that For You page. And if someone likes it and then they share it and then it goes in other people's you algorithms it's like yeah. yeah and then it, it's not like i mean i don't know maybe it's changed now but at the time there was no real gatekeepers on it it was like you put something up yeah, and then, if people like it there it is but you know yeah i think it's similar i think it's still i think it's still a bit like that but i still keep my hand in doing my my tracks here and there and different events i go to like it's up on tiktok and so it keeps people uh, entertained i suppose yes definitely and i want to hear about this <laughs> <laughs> i know you have a new song out uh don't want to die and you yeah. also have an ep coming well tell me first off tell me about the uh the, the latest single and then i want to hear about kind of how the ep got put together so the single don't want to die right like three probably pre-pandemic and um yeah i've been wanting to put it out for ages and i finally got um, the right kind of feature on it with um, Ironic the Rapper. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, the song's just about being addicted to love that you can't get rid of. Um, like all my songs, it comes from a very personal place. So um, yeah, it's been good. And Ironic did a great feature on it, to be fair. Yeah. So, uh, it's, been, it's been good. It's been fun. But um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's one of those tracks that, you know, it's, uh, very meaningful and it's part of a collaboration EP that I'm putting out called The Art of Collaboration which features different um, rappers and different soul singers so uh, yeah oh yeah oh, so the whole yeah the whole album has collaborations on it and how did you go about choosing who you're going to work with on the album or I mean on the EP or who would be on what song was that a difficult process yeah a little bit it's obviously as yeah, independent it's very difficult as well but I've had some obviously when you work with the industry kind of get to different people and i won't put out too much spoilers at the moment because i don't think i've announced anything yet but, oh, there's, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's a couple of rappers on there and there's you know and there's um yeah there's some great soul singers overall it's been great and with that do you have the song and you can say hey okay like this is what it is can you add something to it or, or were some of the songs written directly with the other artists yeah, it's a mixture of both. So okay. it, it depends whether the voice suits it or the, the the rapping style or the artist would suit. And then I would approach them and see if they'd be interested. And luckily they'd work. So. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Very, very cool, man. Well, thank you again so much, John, for doing this. Sorry about my my tardiness, um, which, (laughs) uh, and I I just have one more quick question for you. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Um, Get out there, put music out as much as possible. Um, Don't be afraid of no. Don't be afraid of um, doing it independently because, you know, you can do it your own way. (laughs) That's one of my songs. Um, But it's true. Get out there and put your music out there and collaborate when you can. And just spread positivity where you can, right?